Welcome to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. During the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a leading business advisor and two-time best-selling author, will cover topics that will help business owners run their companies more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And it is that time of year, unfortunately. I know a lot of people are going to eye roll on this one, but we're here to help. Um, It is tax time. It is tax time. Who's excited for tax time? Raise your hand. Oh, yeah, not many of you, right? Uh, Not even me. Uh, But uh, as some of you guys have heard before, if you're loyal listeners, I don't even do my own taxes. Uh, I know enough about taxes to be dangerous but I'm certainly not an expert. Um, and so I, I leave it to the experts, just like I talk about within your business, you know, the things you're not an expert at, delegate, get an expert involved, especially when it comes to taxes, because think about it, a couple of things that you could be missing on your taxes could mean tens of thousands, if not more dollars in your business that you're missing out on either deductions um, or what have you. And those savings could be absolutely massive, especially think about even if it was quote unquote only ten thousand dollars that you're missing out on, you know over ten years that's a hundred thousand um, dollars. So super powerful. Make sure you get experts involved, and that's why we have an expert this week to talk about tax saving strategies that you are probably missing out on. So this week's guest is Lisa Bloomfield. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on your show. Yeah. So you know, again, Lisa is an expert in this field, and so that's why we wanted to have her on to talk through some of these things. And of course, during the third segment, she's going to share with us some of those tax saving strategies that we may be not considering or not haven't heard of, haven't considered, or maybe we're missing out on just ha- don't even know about them. So uh, we'll definitely do that. But before we get into all that, Lisa, walk us through a little bit of your entrepreneurial journey before starting your business, et cetera. Thanks, Ken. Um, I started working with a CPA when I was 19 years old and I got hired as a secretary. He slid QuickBooks across the desk, asked if I wanted to self-train my, um, myself on that. And I p- picked it up and uh, just been going with it ever since. Um, I've always been self-employed and always working in with small businesses. So 28 years old, started my own um bookkeeping tax firm, was enrolled with the IRS for years. I've done, uh, I did government accounting for small, very small entities in Texas for um, 10 years. We had about 60 clients at the, at the time, a business partner and I. Now I'm in Utah and um, working with small businesses again, but on the tax advising and tax strategy side. Interesting. Well, you, you definitely hit a, hit a uh, sour note for me. I'm going to tell you, Lisa. Okay. Uh, so my, my undergrad is in accounting. And uh, my, by far, my least favorite accounting class that I had to take in my undergrad was government accounting. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why, but oh my gosh, I just, all the other accounting stuff came pretty, you know, to me at least it was pretty intuitive and, you know, I picked up on it pretty easily, but man, government accounting was just a whole nother animal for me. I don't know if it was a mental block or what it was, but uh, hats off to you for, at least from my perspective of, of going through that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. For me, it was audit. I did not like the audit courses. I didn't see a lot of value in it. I still, to this day, kind of like snub my nose at audit. But <laughs> cost accounting and the government accounting and um, all the all the real time, like stuff you feel like really helping people. That's why I love the business accounting because I feel like you're day to day like helping somebody, whereas audit was like after the fact telling you what you did wrong. 
Um, yeah, so working with small businesses is exactly what I've done for 25 years is because you're helping them in that audit uh, or in that real-time world. And, you know, taxes were pretty much the same for, you know, a good 20 years. Um, and they have changed significantly in the last um, five years, and they're probably going to change again. And so um, it's kind of a fun time to be doing this. Yeah. And again, that's just like, as I, as I mentioned at the outset, that's one of the reasons why I don't do my own taxes even. I mean, I did years ago before I had my own business, but I don't keep up with all the latest and I don't want to, honestly. So, and I want right. to, I want to hire someone who does it day in and day out. Um, those things are just old hat to you, right? You understand them. You're, you're, you have to stay up on it. And so you're going to know this stuff much better than me. And so why wouldn't I have a professional like yourself to help with that. And again, I, I think a lot of business owners, especially those that are trying to bootstrap, or I know, especially when you're first starting out, you, you want to try to DIY your business. And I always talk about, you know, DIYing your business and bootstrapping are, are both fine things to do. Um, especially, you know, I'm, I'm all about cash flow, but there are certain things that you just have to find the expertise. You have to find the experts because, you know, paying your, your CPA to do your taxes, Again, as I mentioned, you know, whatever it costs you, you know, thousand bucks, 500 bucks, 2000 bucks, whatever it costs you to have them do your taxes. My gosh, if they save you 10 grand, they pay for themselves, you know, five, 10 times over. Think about it. Definitely. It's, it's almost really cheap insurance. And um, I don't, I don't think that that's one of the best places to save your money early on because your taxes are so um, difficult. Most of the people I've heard who do get audited were trying to self-prepare, especially sole proprietors, and you make some very basic mistakes on those forms because you're either hand-filling them out or you don't know what to answer in TurboTax. Um, mm-hmm. And you cost yourself a bunch of money and you, 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 raise your, um, you bring yourself to the attention of the Internal Revenue Service. Um, but then what I see more often is people trying to do their own taxes on TurboTax or some of the business soft, do-it-yourself software. And they're not, they're, their reviews do not like it when you get in, audited, when you get letters from the IRS, whatever. So they're going to just tell you no when you click the wrong bubble, and it's not going to work out for you. So you'll save yourself. You'll pay for your own tax prep. Just go get a professional to do them. Yeah, I mean, think about it, guys. What what, what worse? Can you think of a almost almost no letter you could receive in the mail would be worse than going to your mailbox and seeing in the in the upper uh, left hand corner Internal Revenue Service? I mean, it's going to make your heart sink. You're going to open it up. And, and I'll tell you from firsthand experience, I'm going to I'm going to be pretty transparent here. I got a letter. This was before I had my own business when I was working in the corporate world. I got a letter from the IRS. I was getting ready to go to a concert. And I got my mail. And I just got home from work, got my mail, and saw IRS. And I jumped, ran upstairs to jump in the shower. I came down. And I thought, man, I better open this before I leave. I opened it up, Lisa, and it said I owed, like I think it was $62,000 in back taxes. Ouch. And I was like, holy crap. But thankfully, I was able to put it aside. I was like, I'm going to a concert. I'll deal with it tomorrow or tonight or whatever. I'm, I'm just not even going to think about it. Well, I had left it sitting on the island in my house. My buddy who was coming to get me comes in the house, sees it. And we get in the car and he goes, look, I, I don't, I don't want to make it seem like odd or anything, but it was sitting on your counter. I couldn't help but notice. But did you know that the IRS says you owe them $62,000? <laughs> how, how are you still going to this concert? How are you still calm? I said, I know it's an error. I know I don't owe $62,000. I'm very diligent about it. Again, this is before when I was doing my own taxes, but um, uh, before I had my own business. But yeah, I mean, that, that 
letter could be nothing worse. And by the way, if you've done your own taxes and you don't understand them well enough, especially if you're a business owner and there's so many different nuances to it, good luck, you know, uh, defending yourself because you're not an expert in that field. And now you're going to try to bring in a tax expert that they go, oh my gosh, I got to get all the way up to speed because I didn't do your taxes and figure out what the heck's going on. Just hire a professional from the get-go and save yourself all that heartache. I 100% would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, it's good for your business, obviously, but it's it's so, so true. And I'm not just saying that because you're a guest. I mean, it's uh, super, super important. So uh, we're going to hit a break here. But before we do, I want to ask everyone, are you tired of waiting 60 or more days for customers to pay invoices? If so, invoice financing through Porter Capital can help. Invoice financing provides you with immediate cash for your unpaid invoices in as little as 24 hours. To get the working capital you need when you need it, visit portercap.com forward slash Mr. Biz to apply for a free quote today. Good folks down there at Porter Capital based in Alabama. Uh, good folks. So we're going to hit a break. We're going to come back and continue talking with Lisa Bloomfield. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit checkoffyourlist.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at checkoffyourlist.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio. It is time for Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And for all you business owners out there, listen to this one. It's a short one, but it's a really good one. If you want to know how to almost instantly improve your profitability, mind your margins, not mind your manners. Mind your margins. Same thing, MYM. Mind your margins. Uh, this is one of the things that I see when I talk, and you guys have heard me, if you listen to the show regularly, heard me talk about this a lot. Um, those margins are super, super important, and not just your gross margin. Um, gross margin can be, I'll say, manipulated. Um, you could be faking the funk, as I like to say, and saying, oh my gosh, my gross margins are so great. Um, but really, that's just because you've pushed some things down into your administrative expenses that should be up in uh, your cost of goods sold, et cetera, and not to get too far into the weeds on that, but improving your margins will instantly improve your profitability. You could have less revenue and make more money. So if you're, you're taking on more profitable, making sure you're more profitable jobs and, and projects, ensuring that the projects and jobs you have, you're not uh, falling victim to the, as I call, silent business killer, which are product services, you have that are either break even or actually even losing money. And I call it silent because you don't realize it's there, but almost every business I've ever worked with has it and it's lurking and you don't even realize it. You're increasing your revenue, but you're losing money. And it's like, Josh, this is so counterintuitive. It doesn't make sense. So super, super important. Mind your margins. So that's Mr. Biz tip of the week this week. And again, we're talking with Lisa Bloomfield and she is a tax 
strategy expert. So Lisa, talk to us a little bit about what does it, and I shouldn't say typical, I know no engagement is typical, especially with taxes, but you know, say I'm a business owner, I come to you and I say, Lisa, help me. Here are all my things. How can you help me? <laughs> Walk us through what that looks like. Yeah, definitely most businesses, even in the first year, need to talk to a tax strategist. And you might think your regular CPA does this when they do tax prep. Usually they don't. One, it's a very busy time of year. <laughs> and you're, they're just not going to take the time to delve into you. So our uh, first strategy session is complimentary. We'll spend an hour at least going through, and we're gonna talk about your business. You know, How are you doing your bookkeeping and how are you recording your activity? What is your pro gross profit, net profit? Um, and we're gonna talk about those margins you just mentioned. So we're going to discuss how, what your business looks like, where your growth's at, what are your goals, personal, business, do you have partners? What does their life look like? And so as we get this whole picture, it then starts to become very clear. And when you've done, you know, a couple hundred different tax plans, tax strategies, you really start to know, okay, here's how we're going to save this person money. Um, and then we, you know, really will then dive into deeper numbers and uh, flesh that out. So it's not a fast process. It's not something you do just looking at some numbers or tell people, you know, the classic is, well, just go become an S corp and that'll save you a bunch of money. That's the very, very top of the iceberg, and it is not at all um, touching all the things you can do. And so delving into it and asking a lot of hard questions and probably planning on spending more than a few minutes um, just talking to someone is what is how we save them the money. Yeah, I think that's what really important to understand is I think you're right, Lisa. A lot of folks think of taxes, oh, well, let me make an, a, an appointment with my, my accountant at the end of February, being a March, maybe, and you go, well, yeah, I'm sure Lisa, when I said that, probably rolled her eyes, like, well, yeah, that's the busiest time of year for them. And as she mentioned, it's not that they don't, they don't want to spend time with you, but they're just so inundated. So, you know, I, I know I do it with my CPA who does all of my taxes and my tax strategist, and we sit down twice a year before tax season um, and talk about specific things within the business. How is everything going? What direction are we headed? Et cetera, et cetera. And then we make a little bit of a plan, which I'm sure is exactly what Lisa alluded to what they do, is we make a bit of a plan. So that way when tax season comes, we hop on a phone call and usually it's 10 minutes or less to where we go, okay, well, when we talked in October, you mentioned these three things were going to be decision points. Where are we with those? And we figure out those three things, usually pretty quick, and then we're done. And I don't bog down their time at the busiest time of year. I think it makes, you know, obviously makes their job a little bit easier. And I have much more um, you know, uh, peace of mind that they understand exactly what's going on in my business. Um, and, and, you know, again, can have those strategies in mind as we go through everything. That is, that's exactly it. You know, our relationship with our clients and it's truly a relationship. It's not a one time a year transaction. Um, it is multiple um, appointments a year. We're going to look at where you're at. How have you progressed meeting those goals and a lot of things that save you money in business, but are also helping invest in your future, like retirement plans and whatever, those have deadlines that have to be hit well before the end of the year. If mm -hmm. you want to change your owner's compensation, you probably have to notify your payroll company six weeks out or so. You want to invest in a retirement plan. Maybe you don't have one or we want to change it to something else. Those can take months to set up. So you're looking at it in August, September. This is stuff that you don't want to do in like January and be like, hey, I'm just going to do this now. It probably isn't going to work out for you. So you want to have a relationship with someone in order to properly look at your taxes. And it's worth those that extra time. You know, you mentioned very beginning of your show, 
you're like, it'll save you 10, it'll cost you tens of thousands if you don't do it. Well, yeah, if you think that that 15 or 20 minute phone call with your CPA, you're too busy for, but you just cost yourself 20,000. Well, I hope that was a really profitable 20 minutes for you. <laughs> right. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. And I could tell you, even from my business as a, as a part-time CFO, each and every one of my clients every single year, to your point, Lisa, about deadlines at the end of the year is between, you know, the, the Monday after Thanksgiving until December 15th is when I set up all of my meetings with my clients to talk about where are we coming in for the year, right? I can project out, we're close enough to the end of the year. I can project out where we're going to land as far as net income, et cetera. And okay, do we have extra money? Do we want to have some tax saving strategies we want to implement? Have we crossed over some thresholds we need to cross over? Um, and then we get their, their you know, tax advisor and potentially their financial advisor involved. And we have another meeting, you know, usually in that December 15th to December 20th timeframe to take the actions we need um, to, to, you know, lessen in their tax liability as best we can. Yep, that's exactly what it looks like. This relationship is, you know, the fall really is, can be some of our um, busiest time is it handling that. And so if you're thinking of changing your tax person, if you're looking at this strategy, you know, it's never a bad time to start. People are like, no, I need to either need to do it right now or I'm going to wait and do it like after tax season. It's start that process because you really want to start that relationship um, as, as kind of as early as possible. So you don't miss important deadlines and you don't cost your business money. Um, you know, it, it hurts every CPA's heart to like see their client, you know, have lost money from the prior years. And a lot of time your CPA will look at you and like, they won't even say anything. They won't <laughs> even say about how much you lost because they're like, that's just, how do you start that conversation? It's right. Not, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, again, it's super important. And think about it, guys, the more your tax strategist, your CPA knows about your business, the better they can advise you. You know, I, I do it with my clients as well. I need to have my finger on the pulse of the business to be most effective. I can help you, but the more I know, the more transparent things are to me, the more I can help you because that may, you know, you may mention something or forget to mention something that could trigger something in Lisa's head that she goes, oh my gosh, I didn't know you guys were doing X, Y, and Z. Well, that opens another door for us, you know, another tax saving strategy. So it's super, super important to have those ongoing conversations making sure you're well aware or your, your tax advisor is well aware of all those things. So very, very important ties right into let's dive into it. Do you lack the cash flow needed to expand your business, but you don't meet the qualifications of a traditional bank loan? If so, you might want to check out invoice financing with Porter Capital. Unlike traditional lenders, Porter Capital looks at the strength of your customer's credit as qualification. So to, to get the working capital that you need when you need it, in as little as 24 hours many times, visit portercap.com forward slash Mr. Biz to apply for a free quote today. Again, can help with your cash flow significantly. And you know, as I always say, if you don't have cash flow, you don't have a business. So come back after the break and we're gonna get some tips from Lisa Bloomfield. Are you looking for ways to streamline your business? If so, Pulse can help. Pulse is the CRM and marketing automation platform with many features, such as email and text message marketing, project boards, quoting and invoicing, and so much more. If you're a franchise, we also have a franchise-specific version with robust franchise management capabilities. Request your demo today at thepulsespot.com. Again, that's thepulse, P-U-L-S-E, spot.com. If you find listening to Mr. Biz Radio is helpful, imagine having live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also five other trusted business experts. It's true. 
you can have live access to your very own CFO, plus a business attorney, a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn more. Join Mr. Biz Nation at MrBizSolutions.com. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. And I have been remiss in not mentioning, some of you out there might be saying, okay, great. Loved what Lisa's saying. Um, love hearing about how she works with clients and how she helps. And, you know, even if you have a, a tax advisor or CPA right now, you know, it wouldn't hurt. It's always good to get a second opinion. You don't have to dive in. As Lisa mentioned, the first first discussion you have with her is complimentary, even just to talk through things, because look at it this way. And I'm not calling you out. I'm not calling out your CPA or, or current tax advisor. But if you have someone who's a six on a scale of one to ten and Lisa's an eight, nine or a ten, um, think about what dollars that could mean for you, right? Again, your CPA might be just checking the box and not really diving into everything. So it's, it's always good to get that second opinion. If it doesn't work, that's fine. But you know, what, what's the worst it costs you, right? You sit down and you have a conversation. Um, you figure out that, ah, I think I'm good where I'm at. That's fine too. But at least having that conversation, I think is, is really, really important. So, um, so if you want to find out more about Lisa and her firm, um, go out to, and I'm probably going to butcher this name, but wasachacpaservices.com. That's W-A-S-A-T-C-H-A, cpaservices.com. Did I say that right, Lisa? Almost. It's Wasatch. Ah. It, is a mount, it is a mountain range in Utah that is part of the Rocky Mountain Range, but it's in the Utah portion. So Wasatch. Ah. Yes. Ah, Indian gotcha. words, they're always every time. Yeah. Well, when I first saw it, when I was doing show prep, I saw it and I'm like, is it was at no, it's not that. No, no. <laughs> and I didn't have time to Google because I was going to Google it. I figured it had to have some sort. I, I knew it was a Native American. I figured it had to have some sort of uh, meaning to it. So I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. But again, go out to uh, her website. You can find out more about what she do, uh, what she does. You can also book uh, that complimentary discussion with her. Maybe right now, this time of year is not the best time, but nonetheless, uh, wait till the dust settles a little bit. And as you begin to plan for, uh, as you're, you know, rounding out your 2021. And, and when I say rounding out, you need to start planning for that stuff, not in October, November, that should be an ongoing throughout the year plan, as you well know, as we talk about all the time on the show. But that being said, I'm going to shut my mouth and we're going to get some knowledge um, and have Lisa help us with some tax saving strategies that we probably are missing out on or just don't even know about. Thanks, Ken. Um, you know, it's actually a perfect time of year. You can go ahead and um, if you want to book a, that free appointment, um, we do a lot of tax strategy and tax planning. So you don't need to plan on using us for all your tax prep. You have a guy, you love him. He wants to do your taxes, but he's like, I don't really spend a lot of knowledge and time, you know, brushing up on all these extra strategies. So we prepare a lot of plans for people who use others for tax prep. They don't have to be together. Much like CFO services has nothing to do with either your either day-to-day -day bookkeeping or with your tax prep. You need all these different professionals. So how we help with a lot of people is after we've done this strategy and what are a lot of the, um, like I would say five basic ones, um, you, know, you can Google them, you can get out there and you can find them. So I'm not going to actually be probably saying words that the people who are really savvy have, haven't heard of, but I would probably caution you about like running and doing them all by yourself because the intricacies, the paperwork, the making it so that it's, you know, all of these have been usually tested in tax court. 
you want to make sure that you're compliant so that you are like what didn't lose in tax court. That's how we stay compliant. So um, kind of like you could probably Google brain surgery, but you probably don't want to be performing it on your friend. So um, you've heard of S-Corp. Well, S-Corp comes with the tricky additional um, structure of requiring reasonable compensation. What does that look like? What's the right number? If you choose the wrong number and as your income changes every year, you want to evaluate that. Tying into S-Corp is going to be your S-Corp owner's health insurance and retirement plans. So what does your salary need to be? Does it need to be on the W-2? How does that look reported? Um, an additional strategy, generally, when you've transferred from being sole proprietor or partnership to an S-Corp, you need to consider something called an accountable plan. What's in that? How do you reimburse? How do we, especially with COVID, you might have gone from having a physical office to being at home. And did that change things? Mm -hmm. You have gone from um, maybe you now do have to like you're renting a small space because you can't be working at home because you have a lot of children. So you're renting like a part of an office. What does that look like to how do you reimburse yourself? How is it included on your taxes? Can you maximize something else now? All these different things trigger um, tax saving strategies. Um, other ones you look at is... Um, Hiring children. If you didn't know that you could hire your children, if you don't know that you can, if they are already probably playing some role in your business, what kind of benefit can you get from that? That's a tax saving strategy and you want to make sure you implement it correctly. Uh, there are uh, the retirement plans. There's a lot of very good profit sharing, either, um, you know, solo 401k. Um, uh, then there are, um, some other benefit ones that are for higher higher investments, more than what you would have seen in a standard W-2 job for retirement accounts. Owners should look at those. Even if you have employees, you don't have to necessarily give the same amount to the employee. So you can we can get you plans that are very um, professional. Finding a financial advisor who does that is kind of like finding a tax strategist. Not everyone does business plans, so you want to pick carefully. Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree with that for sure. And so, um, and then I think, you know, just an example, we had a client who did, he had one of these, he was investing 65,000 in a retirement plan and he had about $350,000 net income anyway. And his tax bill was massive. It's like 75,000 or something the year we looked at. It was like 2017. And he's like, it seems really high. So we went through and yep, he was structured wrong. Um, he was, uh, had like four or five other strategies. He wasn't, he thought he was using them, but he wasn't. And they weren't being properly recorded in his books, which is a whole separate problem. <laughs> and so then we go through and we restructure it. We make sure it's done. So 2018, we do his taxes and we're like, well, you're only going to owe 44,000. But we recalculated based on how you were doing it before, you would have owed 77,000 again. So we only saved you 33,000. Um, <laughs> wow. And so, yeah. So even though a tax plan might seem a little pricey when you do one, remember this is a template that's going to last you like three to five years at least, unless your business massively changes in that time frame. So it's a very good investment. They usually double, uh, saves you at least double the money right off the bat. Right. It's a great point. And I kind of alluded to that a little bit, a little bit uh, towards the beginning of the show, I should say is, you know, that example of saving, just make it easy numbers, 30 grand, 30 grand over, like you said, that tax plan that lasts you, let's say even three years, you know, that's, that's $90,000. That yeah, you save, you know, who cares? I mean, almost as long as it doesn't cost $90,000, sign me up, right? There's yeah. going to be a return on that investment. 
I mean, really, honestly, you do CFO work. You know what it's like. You see people where they're like, oh, this could just cost me money. I'm like, some things are really investments. And most tax planning and most uh, looking at your um, financial bottom line is always an investment. Yeah. And I love what you said earlier. I, I just circle back real quick about, you know, having a CPA and it's not necessarily a tax strategist. And, and I love that you said that because it's the same thing for me when what I do with being a CFO is people say, well, I have a bookkeeper. I'm like, I'm not a bookkeeper. Like, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't make, I don't make journal entries. I don't want to make general, general, journal entries. I want to be a strategic partner and much the same way that you would be. Um, I think there's a very good, it's very analogous, a bookkeeper to a CFO, a CPA to a tax strategist. Um, again, some CPAs might be tax strategists, but I, I've found the same as you is most are, I don't want to say they just check the box, but they're, not thinking strategically as much or more tactical as, as opposed to strategic. Would you would you agree with that, Lisa? Definitely. You know, we spend about $30,000 a year in extra special training and about 300 hours. It's a lot of time. If you're doing a lot of transactional work, um, it's not the same thing. So exactly what you said. Yeah, yeah, super important, super important. Uh, look, we've been talking this week with Lisa Bloomfield and uh, you can find out more at Wasatch. <laughs> Wasatch CPA services. Gosh, dang it. Thank you. Dot com uh, on their website. Lisa, I really appreciate you coming on the show. You shared some great strategies. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me here. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, have a great week. Make sure you check out portercap.com forward slash Mr. Biz for some cash flow needs you may have. Um, again, we've been talking this week with Lisa Bloomfield and about tax saving strategies. Hopefully you got some good value out of it. Have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.